0: Hi. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Anchor FM? What is that? Anchor FM is a podcasting platform. Anchor FM lets you record, edit, and distribute your podcast. It's used by some of the most popular podcasts that you listen to and many that you don't. Here at Bloodfest, the podcast, we use Anchor FM to distribute our podcast. When we upload our episode into their app, they immediately make it available via an RSS feed on, on Spotify, as well as several other podcast platforms. With a little extra work, you can take that RSS feed and send it on to any podcast platform you like, or send people the RSS feed link directly. Put it on your website. Put it in your email. Carry it in your shoe. Get lost in the snow with it. Anchor FM. It's the greatest way to make your podcast. If you want to make a podcast, download the Anchor FM app, or get out there on the Internet and go to anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Download that app at whatever podcast or whatever app store you like, or go to www.anchor.fm. you've made a big mistake. You're listening to Bloodfest, the podcast. There's no escape. Strap in, children. Things are going to get gooey. Hello and welcome back to BloodFest the Podcast. I'm your host Nate. Y'all know me, know what I do for a living. I'm joined tonight as always by Casey. Say hi to everybody, Casey. Hey everybody. And also I'm joined tonight live via satellite by Josh. Hey Josh, how's it going? Hey, fantastic. For those of you wondering where Joey is tonight... It turns out that despite what that guy in the alley told us, it's not technically legal to open a brothel in Missouri, so uh, we hope to have some bell money raised and have Joey back with us next week. We are also joined tonight by our first ever guest. Uh, We've got Jason Stein, who is the host of Dads from the Crypt, a podcast that reviews episodes of the classic HBO series Tales from the Crypt and hands out dubious parenting advice. How are you tonight, Jason?
1: Great. Thanks for having me and uh I'm honored, honored to be your uh, first guest.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, I've been listening to the show for a while now and I'm I am a big fan. I oh, was Thank e- you. I was excited to see that someone's actually doing a podcast about Tales from the Crypt because uh it was it was kind of a formative show for me. It was mm-hmm. I was in junior high, I think, when it first came on the air, and it was a big deal to watch it every week. It was just a, a, a huge thing and exciting and opened my eyes to a, a lot of horror comedy that I wasn't aware of as a genre prior to then.
1: Right. I think there's definitely a generational thing happening with it where there was the people who watched it when it was on who were like adults and like, OK, that was cool. But then I think there was the kid, you and me and all the other people were in junior high, you know that that younger age they were watching it and we knew it was very forbidden very risque very um out there for what we should be watching but you know it's a, it's such little doses that you could watch it without your parents noticing
0: yeah yeah, yeah. well it was great because a lot of times they would play it back to back with dream mm-hmm. on which i don't think anybody remembers dream on now but oh, that yeah. that was a show with a lot of boobies which was a big deal <laughs> to me at the time so
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So I was I was honestly curious. So Tells from the Crypt was a great show, but it's been it's been off the air for what twenty five years, maybe more. Oh god, yeah,
1: I think ninety seven.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what what led you to decide that you were going to do a show about Tells from the Crypt? What,
1: why would I choose to do a show uh, a, a podcast about a show that hasn't been culturally relevant in thirty years?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: it was it, it was really a pandemic thing. Okay. <laughs> I hate. Uh, To go there, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, you got some extra time on your hands and you're looking for something, you know, to keep your synapses going. And uh, I had just turned 40. and It's one of those things like, you know, you hit 40 and you're like, well, what do I do now? Um, And uh, at the time, I had joined a horror trivia group. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that helped me keep my sanity through a pandemic. And I made a bunch of friends through there. And, you know, I, I toyed with the idea of I've always wanted to do something reviewing or what, whatnot, and I've toyed with a bunch of ideas, and I never could get something that really stuck. But I think the barrier for podcasting has become so low yeah. not not in, in, in a good way yeah. where, you know, any, the mics are relatively inexpensive. There's the platforms are easy. The, the software is easy. So, yeah. So I basically, you know, talked to some people from a trivia group, then they're like, I made a PowerPoint. That's that's <laughs> that person I am. I show I made a PowerPoint that basically you know start off with like Tales from the Crypt podcast, and they're like, "You had us there," but you know I, I went through the whole I had a whole presentation <laughs> mapped out, and I totally lucked into uh, you know some great guys, um, who you know we each compliment each other in different ways. It's like one guy he does um, uh, whatchamacallit, graphic design, mm-hmm. so he can do like you know all kinds of cool covers and stuff for us really on the fly. Another guy, you know, is very technical, and he just is happy to do all the editing. So, thank goodness, I don't actually. I don't like to listen to myself talk. I know some people do. I can't stand it. So, I'm happy to record and never have to listen to it again. Yeah. Um. So. Cool. so yeah. I yeah. All
3: like that. So uh, he
1: he doesn't mind uh, doing the editing. So I just do like all the forward facing, the scheduling, the you know, the organizational stuff. And, you know, my going into I'm the kind of person where if I'm going into something, I'm gonna do it, you know, to the best I can. I, I can wanna make it like there's 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 plenty, there's a handful of other Tell Snicker podcasts out there. Yeah. But I wanted to really see where, where I could go with it where again, we're in an age where, you know, with the right contact you can get a hold of anybody, you yeah. know, if you try hard enough or if you get lucky. And, you know, we've gone extremely lucky uh with the people we've been able to talk to, you know, the first Couple emails I sent out were to John Cassier, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and William Sadler, you know the actor. And I got both were yeses within like a day, and I was like, "That's amazing! That is amazing!" I I couldn't believe it. And they're to do, and this was to do interviews. And I was like, "Crap! How the hell do I do an interview?" (laughs) (laughs) So like, I just like started doing research and everything. And uh, the first interview was was with John Cassier, and I was like, you know freaking out about it and i came up with like 40 questions something ridiculous oh. and if you've ever listened to him talk he is a performer he mm-hmm. used to stand up he used to kind of do stand-up comedy improv kind of stuff so but he has he's such a performer he, he, he's just perpetual motion where he just can talk and talk, yeah. and talk and talk and it's great you're just laughing your ass off it's only got to like 10 questions <laughs> in the end <laughs> But, well, you know, no, that's no. one of the things I learned. What I heard was over-prepare, over, over prepare, obviously. You don't, have, yeah. you don't want to run out of questions. You don't have too yeah. many. Yeah. You want to have some left over. Um, and the podcast has just grown through, you know, and now I'm, like, friends with some of the producers from the, from the show, and we're collaborating on some stuff together. Um, and it's just gone wild, and you know, at the heart of it, it's just me, and my friends, just talking about crypt, and you know, giving yeah. dec- dubious dad <laughs> advice, as he said, <laughs> just kind of going off the rails, and just you know, seeing where the seeing where the podcast takes us, and that's really the fun in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So my my big question is, so I'm I'm mm-hmm. listening to old episodes, and so your podcast has kind of a a built in end date because eventually you run out of episodes. You've got yeah. You've got the was it five seasons and two movies? Uh, so seven seasons. Seven seasons. Seven seasons. We're in yeah. season five. Yeah. We're so
1: near in the end. And yeah, yeah that's that so such a the, question.
0: Yeah. So what's the plan when you run out of run out of episodes?
1: Um, I don't know to be honest. <laughs> um, there's a lot of we have a lot of ideas. I want to do something that is interesting to me. I don't want to. I want to find something that I like then hopefully the audience will like. And uh, we've got a lot of ideas. We don't like, we haven't made any decisions yet We're this isn't official, but we're thinking about, about taking a break and doing the cabinet of curiosities. Oh, Del Toro anthology show, which is by all accounts, everything I've heard is really positive around that.
0: I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I ran through, I ran through all of the episodes very quickly. So I actually want to go back and watch them all a second time.
1: Right, so we might we might take a break and do that before we get to the last two. I think the last two seasons are notoriously not great.
0: Yeah, yeah. The um, last the last one is the, that's the one in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I think we're kind of dreading that. So it's kind of like you know when you have like a chore to do and you're just putting you're just procrastinating. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's tons of anthology shows that we could do, or. Uh, uh, I like not being just, like, another movie podcast, which nothing's wrong with that. That's, yeah. totally, that's totally great, but I like doing something a little bit different, um, which, you know, kind of bites you in the butt sometimes because, you know, you, you miss well, out on the fads and, you know, the, well, have the big you, movies that people want to talk about.
0: Have you considered doing the episodes of the uh, Crypt Keeper animated series?
1: Yeah, we might do a handful of those, yeah. or we keep saying we're going to do them, like, on a Patreon or something. Okay. I, I just don't feel I don't know if there's enough content
0: there. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know,
1: the path to follow Tales from the Crypt is every episode's a new director and mm-hmm. a new cast and everything. And a cartoon is kind of going to be somewhat the same over and over and over again. So, well, we, you know, we have some ideas and uh, we don't quite know what it's going to be, but um, yeah, we're excited to figure out. So, if we don't do the cabinet, it'll probably, uh, we'll probably reach the end sometime in June or July. If we do that, I'll probably push that to like August. Okay. So it's definitely coming up, and um, I don't know. Maybe we'll do the whole show over again. God help me! <laughs> you could, in, th- in that case, I, w- I
0: would have wished I kept all the work I did the first time around. Well, <laughs> like you could always. Stuff. You could always jump in and do uh, uh, tales from the dark side. That's that's, that's another thing. The, the yes. problem
1: w- is that tales from the crypt was like almost the pinnacle of those shows, yeah. at least for that era. Yeah. Um. Because there's another podcast that's doing for these nightmares. I think it's welcome to prime time or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Yeah. But that show, just on average, isn't it
0: great? Yeah. No. It, it had some, so Freddy's Nightmares had some some bright spots, but mm-hmm. overall, no. I it was- And what,
1: yeah. And what Tell Us the Grip did was it took kind of the cream of the crop of, you know, Tell Us in the Dark Side and um, uh, Freddy's Nightmares and, and all the other show all the other anthology shows. Okay, let's put together the All Star team and oh. see. and. The directors they,
0: the directors they got, they had Toby mm-hmm. Hooper, they had Richard Donner, oh, yeah. they, I just William
1: freaking yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so the it, again, I don't want to get bored with it. So to go from Tales from the Crypt to doing all of the Tales from the Dark Side, mm-hmm. I don't know if the quality drop is going to affect. Like again, I would totally do. Maybe we'll, I would do like a best of.
0: Oh okay. Kind yeah. of thing,
1: and we'll do like some of them. I just don't know if I can commit myself to doing the entire series and then like end up like not happy with it halfway through or something.
0: That makes sense. That that really does. Yeah.
1: Um, but there's a couple other shows that we're thinking about doing that. Um, again, we haven't made any decisions or any commitments or anything, but um yeah, I really want, I really want to watch the cabinet of yeah. curiosity show. So we might, again, don't hold me to anything here, but <laughs> we might do that for a little bit. It's only like what, eight, eight episodes.
0: Eight, yeah. Eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it goes by really fast. And how
1: long are the episodes? I haven't Uh, haven't even looked at it. The longest one, I think,
0: is just over an hour.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Also, that's the other nice thing about our show is it's only a half hour of content to watch. Yeah. So on a weekly basis, that's a lot easier to take (laughs) down than like, you know, hour and a half to two hours every week.
0: Yeah. Well, when we first started doing this, we were going to juxtapose two older horror movies each episode. Mm -hmm. And that became a lot of work very quick.
1: Yeah. Honestly. And again, when you're if you're younger, you have kids and families and stuff, yeah. you can burn through that much easier. Yeah. But when you reach an age and reach a certain family situation, you only have so much time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we asked you here tonight to talk about Deadstream. Yes. Um, for our for our audience out there, Deadstream is a new found footage horror it is a shutter uh, original so if you uh, if you don't have shutter i 100% recommend getting a shutter subscription it's cheap and it has a ton of great new movies and old movies and no shutter is not paying us, but I'd be happy if they would. (laughs) So this is the uh, obligatory spoiler warning. We will spoil things about the plot. So if you haven't seen it yet, you might pause the show, go watch it and then come back later and finish up with it. So first thing I want to do, I like to ask everybody, what did, what did everyone think of the film? Josh, what
2: were your feelings? Mine's kind of a two-parter because I I was kind of kind of dragging at the beginning of it, and then it just it, I, I was like, okay, I, I mean, we've seen this kind of thing before. I'm not really a huge paranormal guy. Yeah. Um, like the paranormal, uh, was that Par- not the um the the ghost adventures or whatever? I'm, I don't really care about that. Paranormal activity, yeah, that's I I can sleep through that. (laughs) So I didn't really care, but um, we get about a a little bit into it, and with the introduction of Chrissy, Mm -hmm. it it got it just ramped up. and Started getting so much better. So I mean, it's it. I ended up really liking it at the end, but it was just dragging for me at the beginning.
0: Yeah, that's well. When Chrissy comes in, because the main character you hate. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's absolutely terrible. He's absolutely terrible. I I I'm glad that he was canceled. Casey, what did you think?
3: Uh, I liked it. it uh, I'm not a big found footage fan. Uh, I do like some of it, like the Blair Witch and the mm-hmm. Paranormal Activities. Uh, I hated the main character, but like Josh said, he was very annoying. Uh, I think he was supposed to be, though. Uh, you know, he's kind of like uh, you know some of those other big YouTubers. Uh, I'm not going to name here. He might be annoying. Um, <laughs> but uh, the beginning was pretty frustrating just because I hated hearing the dude. And uh but then once the demons come out, um yeah, it started getting interesting. Um but so so yeah, overall I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Joey, what are you looking for? I thought it was wonderful. Oh what Okay, <laughs> so you're actually gonna so you liked this one. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that. Okay, so let's ask uh. let let's ask our guest what what were your feelings about Dead Street?
1: i loved it i had so much fun with this obviously you I mean yeah you're supposed to hate the main guy but yeah. i think they did it so over the top mm-hmm. like it was kind of it was almost sasha baron cohen like over the top like <laughs> parody where like um it was just such a buffoon and i, I listened to an interview of sasha baron cohen once he talked about like the the history of the word the buffoon and like has this whole like thing of theatricals about you know taking something and taking a parody to like as far as you can possibly stretch it mm-hmm. and that's kind of why i feel like they're doing here and the fact that they got kind of an older guy yeah he wasn't like some like if they had a 20 year old running around doing this some guy in his 20s i would have been like uh but something about an older guy trying to like recapture um whatever fame he had before he got canceled or whatever happens was kind of really amusing to me yeah, yeah i talked to a lot of people and they all said oh the first 10 minutes is really bad but then yeah. once they got once you get through that you kind of set up the character and then they just kind of knock him down like
0: over and over and over again so for for our audience out there who hasn't seen it yet the concept of the film is a a disgraced youtube personality who's had a show in which he faces his fears and so he does outlandish stunts and stuff to see if he can do something he's afraid of has been canceled and we don't learn until very late in the film why and when we learn um it's because he was doing uh bum fights forcing unhoused people to fight for money and one of them was apparently badly injured. Um, so to try to get his fame back and his sponsors, he's going into a haunted house to live stream. And obviously it's a real haunted house and things go very, very badly for him. So I personally, I, I had not seen this before. Before you mentioned it, that it might be something you want to do when you came on the show, and when I watched it, it it was very exciting because I immediately thought there's a Tales from the Crypt tie-in here because it's very much like the uh, television terror episode mm-hmm. with uh, Morton Downey Jr. as something Rivers. I don't remember. Yeah, the I remember name.
1: the name, but yeah, it was yeah. like the, the newscaster was kind of an asshole. Yeah, he was, was an actual asshole.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a, a terrible, terrible dick, and he's going to broadcast live from a haunted house, and the ghosts end up getting him. So I got a big kick out of that, and I was wondering if you if you had thought of that connection when you when you brought up the the film.
1: Not consciously, but I, I'm a big sucker for well done um, found footage movies. I think it's a medium that can constantly be um, you know inventive when people put the effort into it. I mean yeah. that's. That's the double edged sword. It, yeah. it, it, anyone can do it, and it can be terrible. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a low barrier thing. But yeah. if someone's imaginative, like uh, that's what I love about this movie is that like they show them setting up cameras to get different angles, and they show them like setting up the music. So like it has this produced quality to it that Wait. makes it that that the most like if, you, if that's kind of stuff happened in another found footage movie just by happenstance, like yeah. oh, it's just bullshit. Yeah, but now here it's happening like organically within the film, and then just they kind of play it for laughs.
0: I got the biggest kick out of little touches, like when when we find out that Chrissy is actually the ghost, and mm-hmm. he straps a camera on her so he can keep track of where she is. But mm-hmm. he, he's, put a, he's put an a he's putting a hatchet in her head, so you're seeing from her point of view with the hatchet sticking out Oh, that's great. Friend. Oh, I laughed and laughed. I thought it was going to pee my pants
1: yeah Um, and also Christy was she was the MVP she was really funny because you're like where did this person come from how's this person here she's obviously going to be a ghost or something Yeah, Um, and she just totally goes full
0: Evil Dead 2 on him yeah it's awesome when she just bites him all of a sudden yeah I absolutely love that and uh, so this film is written and directed by Joseph and uh, I can't remember the wife's name Vanessa Winner they they've done other stuff they did a one of the one of the parts in VHS 99 i don't
1: mm-hmm. know if have you seen it
0: seen yes 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 okay yeah
1: cuz yeah it's it's very similar in ways yeah it's like yeah. a good like test for this
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and then joseph winter plays the main character in it i'm i'm terrible with uh, character names i never remember anybody what was his name i wrote it down You, Sean. Saw him. Sean, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Um, I don't know why I have a block. I can remember actor names, but not character names. Uh, Honestly, I think this was their first feature that they did. And it's it's pretty impressive. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next with this. Um, I've got to say, did anyone have any any deep analysis of the film? Casey, I know you always have
3: something interesting. That- <laughs> right. Right. No, no, I don't think I have any deep analysis. Uh, <laughs> I, I I love the uh, the part where um, he is toward, near the end where he hears something and he looks down and sees Mildred right there in his crotch and she's yeah, the And then yeah. he just, he just oh, runs God. and jumps out that second story window. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, Screw this, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I don't have any deep, deep insights. Um, there, there was. Uh, I was very impressed by it. Like I said, I'm not a big found footage uh fan, but this one was at the top of my list, I think. Uh I watched it twice, in fact, recently. So I rewatched it tonight and then I'd watched it last week. Um but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um they they did a fantastic job. I think I think they did a really good job with uh, you know, the makeup and the effects and and just um even though Sean is annoying, you mm-hmm. kind of feel for the guy you, know? you do like a little yeah see, and, 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 and you know like Jason said with his age especially you know you could see what any one of us in kind of the same situation doing the same thing um, but uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it
0: well I mean I, I doubt that I'll get cancelled for forcing almost people to fight right. but I could definitely Probably get not. in trouble <laughs> at some point so
1: <laughs> Yep. So um, I, I, I did like the part where towards the end where he talked about how he thought Mildred wanted the family and also first of all creepy kids
0: as a yeah. father always oh. gets me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always. yeah yeah like yeah the
1: monsters and the ghouls are all fun but the yeah. creepy kid I'm like okay stay the fuck away from that
0: see I always wonder is it is it worse in horror movies when it's children in peril or when the children are the peril that's yes. I, I don't know yeah. <laughs> yes yes well it's
1: it like it, when the original it came out you know i was afraid because i was a kid at the yeah. time and then when the new one came out i was afraid because i was a parent so yeah. it's all it hits on different levels yeah. um what, what i was gonna say though was um i, I kind of liked the part where they touch on the fact that she doesn't want a family she wants an audience just mm-hmm. like he does yeah so it's kind of a synergy between the two of them and they didn't like make it in this whole thing and it was they didn't like add on a bunch of padding to like go into that it was just kind of a thing
0: yeah. 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 So
1: like, you know, people throughout, it's just so showing that people throughout history have always wanted, quote, followers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I got a other, big kick
0: out of his, him uh, connecting the spell with the idea of a copyright strike. I thought that was mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. That was, yeah. A, yeah, that was yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, still um, her followers. hmm. So I like,
1: again, you could have easily, they could have easily made this a lot more surface level and just a lot more basic of a guy who's in the house with one camera or something like that. But the fact that mm-hmm. you could tell they put a lot of thought into a lot of these things. And um, you know different rooms, the different ghosts, and he always thinks he's this is his one safe room, and then yeah. you know he fucks up the um, whatever you call it, the the hand the thing. Han-
0: Yeah, the Hansa. Yeah, Hansa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is
1: actually like yeah. a very that's that a, um, a Jewish tradition. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, other cultures might have it too, but it's very big in Judaism um, to have that. So that's why I was laughing when I when I when he started messing with that. Well, when I, when
0: when I saw it, I. I didn't know, but, you know, I've seen enough horror movies. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a thing, and he should not be mm-hmm. messing with that. So, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I, I, knew, I knew shit was going to go south when he uh, first got to the, the manor, and he
1: threw the spark plugs in the water. Yes. Yeah. Like, that,
3: it's like you knew that that was yeah. going to come back and bite him. Yeah,
1: again. I was like, what's yeah. he going to do the next day? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Is he calling an Uber? What the? <laughs> yeah, like – you just knew that once the spark plug was gone, he, was, he yeah. was screwed. And that's, if anything, that he might be kind of like Share from uh, Clueless, where it's just like he's just going through this world and just <laughs> kind of like totally not aware of the situation he's putting himself in and, and just how screwed he's going. And that's kind of the fun in the movie. It's just like, okay, how bad is this going to go for this guy? And yeah. just kind of waiting to see how it all shakes out.
0: Well, and I, I liked that it went for the darker ending, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he defeated – he defeated Mildred, but now he's got to deal with the other ghosts. So Yeah. yeah it was, yeah, it was like a
1: very it. evil – I would say this movie is like Blair Witch plus Evil Dead. Oh, um, yeah. And then did you see the movie Spree? I think it's on Shutter. Yes.
0: That's I, excellent. Yes. I don't, yeah, it's, I don't it's, think it's, I've seen that one.
1: It's basically a, a similar as in like it's an influencer who's like filming himself going on like a, a killing oh, a rampage. Is there, with the guy from Stranger Things. Yeah, okay. Yes. Steve. With stevia, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, like, yes,
0: I, yes, I have seen that.
1: Yes, so it's I kind of an interesting it. mix of like yeah. all those, you know, movies, and you know, in a well done manner.
0: Yeah, well, see, I always feel with found footage, the, the line is if they made found footage because it was cheap, or if they made found footage because the story they wanted to tell had a reason to be found footage, and mm-hmm. and this one, honestly, what doesn't work any other way, or does it it's not able to work as well any other way. So, yeah, I think that's, that's oh. 100% why this, this comes out the way it does.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you guys uh, seen the dash cam? I, I have. I want to, but <sighs> it's on my list. Oh, so, so so like the,
3: Yeah, so the girl in that is – so Sean was annoying, but mm-hmm. I, Sean was a likable character. Yeah. The, the, the main actor in dash cam made me quit watching it maybe 20 minutes
0: in. I mean, I, she was terrible. I, I finished it, but I did not enjoy it. I, did, I took <laughs> I think, no enjoyment. I, I,
3: she's, I think she's supposed to be ter- terrible, just like yeah. Sean is. But yeah. something about her is just—they push more it.
0: They—they they, they push it too far. Honestly, yeah. they just—they make her too. They—they they make her impossible to empathize with.
3: Yeah. So sorry to ruin something. it, Jason. But no, I've heard mean, no, no, exactly the, I the same it. things.
1: That's probably that's why I haven't seen that. Like again, I'm a sucker for found footage so i'll watch mostly anything but yeah I've, I've heard not great things about that and that's probably why i just haven't gone around to it but also what helps this movie is less than 90 minutes yeah yeah it, oh yeah it's it in a real like sweet spot
0: yeah yeah it's I in
1: it a- i could see another 10 minutes in the beginning or in the middle like, dragging i would be like mm-hmm. it, it would really affect this movie but it moves really well
0: yeah once it gets so yes the the introduction to Sean where you're seeing all the clips of his show, it's annoying and you're waiting for that to get over. But once he gets inside the house, it really starts and it does not slow down. It is it is just a, a fast-paced story from that point on.
3: Yeah, and it only gets better as the whole yeah. It just continually gets better throughout the, the rest of the film.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: I like, agree. Yeah, how that. much
1: he—it's just how much he cares about like putting cameras in every in every room he finds and then naming them. Yes. Yeah. Really so good. he can be like he wants to be the actor and the director and like the mm-hmm. the cinematographer of his own little his own little world he's built. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I demons. remember those when he puts the the cam on Mildred when she's mm-hmm. got the accident.
0: He names that like, cam Mildred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did so so Josh Josh what were you, what what's your in-depth
2: analysis yeah because you know i have those you always um, do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, it, like, like i said it I, it, it kind of lost me at the beginning because the whole you know youtuber thing and uh, you know whatever but it it, it did it, it it speeds up really fast and, and i really enjoyed it and especially towards the end you do you've if you feel for the guy yeah, and yeah. just the introduction of Chrissy and what she becomes. And I just, thought, I thought she was amazing. I have yeah, never yeah. seen or heard of her before, but I thought the actress was great. Um, yeah. And it
0: yeah. was just. Melanie yeah. stone, Melanie stone. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. She's also in the VHS 99 yeah. segment as well. And she has a great, she has the almost even better role in that where you're like, what? let's put her in everything now. Wait, is she uh,
3: yeah, yeah, she's probably in the one that Nate loves. That, okay, well, yeah, she's love. yeah, she she's it a skullbiter. Ma- Mabel. M- Mabel. Yeah,
0: yeah, Mabel a skullbiter. I love her in that. Yeah, she was great. She's she the says best part a, of that Just has a charisma. Yeah, yeah. She's the best part of that movie by far. <laughs> yeah. Did you
1: guys ever think that it was gonna be like a prank on him, or is gonna turn out to be some fabrication?
0: I actually so early Early on, yes, but about the time he gets bitten, I, I, yeah, yeah. then from then on, no, this is real, this is happening. Yeah, that goes out the window real quick after that.
1: Well, yeah, part of me, well, I was trying to think it through, and part of me is like, this guy totally would like try to make like plant someone Mm -hmm. in there to like do try to scare him or something like that. So I figured it was going to go the route where Mabel would turn out to be like a plant. Um, or there would be some like someone sh- would show up with a mask or something like that to try to scare him, but then they would both be trapped in there. And then there were more; the actual ghost would show yeah. up. Ah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I can see that. Kinda, that can still work. That's, yeah, yeah. So um, that's that. That that's the tales from the crypt irony. So yeah.
1: something like that. Yeah, or like yeah, the the person that he got that he did that he wronged that got canceled would show yeah. up and like actually be the one fucking with him or something like that. So, um, but, you know, I'm, kind of, I'm also I'm happy with the route they want to keep it simple. Yeah. And again, those creature effects, the rubber mass and stuff were mm-hmm. so damn good, like in the tub.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Sequence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the with the popping head. And then when that guy mm-hmm. shows up later with the with the exploded head, that was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, solid effects work. I'm actually really glad to see more practical effects coming back into horror movies we're seeing more and more actual physical objects molded mm-hmm. by human hands and less cgi and that that's very exciting to me
1: well i think you know and I've, you know i've talked to todd masters who's done you know a long line of effects and everything And he talks about how like cgi totally has a place in effects yeah. it just shouldn't yeah. be a crutch yeah the two can work together in a heart to be har- in a harmonious way to you know enhance your film and um like, have you guys seen like uh, Psycho Goreman? Yes. Oh, that
0: yeah, movie no. is that movie is adorable.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like we had Stephen Kilkansky on who directed that movie on there, and he's just an effects effects yeah. guy. And you know, again, the, you can't imagine a CG Psycho Goreman. Like wow. it's just having it tangible in there and everything just yeah. adds so much more to it. It's just more um, tangible.
0: Yeah. There's a there's a tactile thing. Tactile. Even, yeah. Yeah. Even if there's a even if it's a bad physical object, it still has the weight mm-hmm. of a physical object. It feels like something that's there with you, whereas right. something that's CGI, you kind of kind of see that it's not real.
1: Right? Yeah. Even in, yeah, it, it just seems like completely made up, or at least if yeah. it's a bad effect, at least yeah. if there's something there.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I actually that that brings up like movies that are run by so the Wes Craven werewolf movie, Cursed. They, they made it with practical effects, and then the studio went in and replaced it all with CGI that looks terrible. Um, they did the same thing with that The Thing prequel. The Thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really wish that we would someday get a cut of that with the original practical effects, because I'd bet they were really good, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's it sucks when the studios doesn't have the faith in the, in the yeah. creators to um, pull it off, but, you know, it's their money, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Once in a while I guess the studios make a right decision now, so <laughs> but then
1: again, that's what's so great about Shudder, because you get so many like low budget, creator driven,
0: you know, content yeah. that you just like um like did you guys see Glorious? Yes, yes. That yeah. that was actually that was actually a ton of fun and it was not mm-hmm. at all what I what I was expecting going into. You
1: you were inspecting a glory hole cosmic horror.
0: <laughs> I wasn't. I with wasn't With sure. Simmons, I, I really wasn't. So I I got that yeah, it was I going know. to be Lovecraftian glory hole, but I wasn't expecting that the Lovecraft <laughs> Lovecraftian cosmic horror was trying to save the world. Mm-hmm. You know that was that that oh. was a, a big surprise for me. So
1: yeah, that was great. Yeah, and. Um, What's so funny is that uh I was listening to a podcast, I think the zombie girls had the director Rebecca McKendry on. The sh- and and the, when they were the producers on the movie were like, okay, so where's gonna be the blood, where's gonna be the you know, the semen? This is a glory hole, right? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, we can't have that. in our glory hole movie. It's all it's gotta be it's gotta be a mental um thing. It's kinda like, you know, the show don't where it would be too explicit and we need to have people imagining how terrible this glory hole is.
0: <laughs> Uh, well, you um, know. I'm going to
3: have to give that one another shot because I, I think I started watching that one, but I uh, was tired and fell asleep. So, I only yeah, that's another one.
1: Minutes. Yeah, that's another one where the, the the main the main character isn't great. No, especially no. You get To the end, he's really yeah. not great. But you kind of the movie kind of twists your arm to sympathize with yeah. him Yeah. Um, well, it takes
0: it takes long enough to reveal what a monster mm-hmm. he is that you're you're already kind of. You're, you're with him. You're worried for him. And then you find out that he's a terrible, terrible person. Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know whether it's like a COVID thing where, you know, they had they had to have small crews in all these movies mm-hmm. and small cast. That just seems more focused in a way. Um, could just be a sign of the times that we're all more used to being isolated and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we accept a movie with a smaller cast, a smaller scope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and I, I- – like, I like small movies. Get, getting out of the world of horror, uh, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was *Sleuth* with um, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Caine and Lawrence Olivier. I almost broke down. And it's just two people. The entire film is just two people, but it's it's just a ton of fun because it's 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 constantly inventive. Mm-hmm. But then Josh hates movies that have fewer than a hundred people.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, well, going back to uh, Deadstream, there was one thing I didn't understand uh, even after the second viewing: is why did Mildred keep sticking her finger up his nose?
1: <laughs> There's a lot of finger stuff in this movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that was very That's, weird. I, I yeah. didn't understand that. Well, he and he? he points it out. The second time she does it, he, he says, why? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, oh, and it was so, know, it was, it was so, it was so, Ooh, when he pulled the chunk of fingernail out of his nose, Yeah, that made my skin yeah. crawl a bit.
1: Uh, yeah. It's yeah. just, I just talked up like evil dead, you know, yeah. Using this. <laughs> so just sewing everything at the wall. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah that, was, <laughs>
0: that was weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, all right. So, are, so, are we all high on this movie? So, I'm, I'm honestly very, very big on this movie. I, I think it's absolutely great. Probably in any other year, this would probably be in my top ten horror movies of the year. This year's been insane, so it might not be yeah. top ten, but it's, it's definitely high up there. So, Casey, are you?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one that uh, if they release a Blu-ray of this, I'll definitely be picking it up. Yeah. Um I would, I would give it. I usually rate on a five scale so i'd give it a four out of five uh definitely one of the best found footage i've ever seen
2: josh yeah for me the it, i'd say probably 3.5 or a four because it's it, it definitely changed my opinion through watching it so now that i've seen it i can say it's better than it was whenever i started it um but like you said with with the amount of movies that came out this year it's hard to put on a list but but it might still be i haven't really gone through and made a list for me yet but it was definitely worth watching
0: and Jason?
1: Yeah, no, I was, I was, I might have been high and I was high when I, <laughs> when I hit that, <laughs> this movie. Um, it's, it's a great Friday night, end of the week. You just want to watch something dumb and just throw it on and have a have a good time. It's I, it's it's funny, cause I think I saw Barbarian like a couple of days after this, which is another fantastic movie. Yes, And it's actually a little similar in ways with like the Justin Long character, mm-hmm. if you've seen it. Yes, well, yeah. We don't want to know the spoilers, but like it has that same kind of energy. Obviously not as good as Barbarian, but like it kind of it's getting up there. Um and yeah, this has been such a stacked year for movies, but oh, yeah, I can't think of another found footage I like This yeah. I guess maybe um oh, what was that one? The quarantine one with the friends on Zoom. Rick? Or no. Not oh, Rick. Host? Host or host. Yeah, Host. Host. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Okay,
1: yeah, the the one I mean, was this- this would be a good double feature with that. I'd have yeah. to watch both of them again to see which one I prefer at this point. Um, this one's actually a little bit more like balls to the wall with some of the yeah. effects and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I don't know if the other one's just the sign of like when it came out. But, um, yeah, no. It was, it'll at least make my honorable mentions, if not yeah. somewhere in my top ten this year.
0: Yeah. It uh, It was really good. And this, uh, this year is... I, I don't know. It's almost like we're getting too many good horror movies. I, I don't, don't want to talk, talk about
1: yeah. I don't want to talk about quarantine too much. But I'm wondering if there was like a backlog or something that Maybe. they're just kind of trying to get through.
0: <laughs> Maybe honestly. Um, okay, well, so that's our thoughts on Deadstream. Does anybody have anything exciting that they've watched this week that they want to? This is sorry, Jason. This is a thing we normally do toward mm-hmm. the end this week we each take a minute and talk about anything that was exciting or interesting this week or anything we saw that we really hated. Josh, anything new for you?
2: Uh, I mentioned it to you guys before, but I haven't said it on the podcast, I don't think. A um, couple of days, or about a week ago, I saw Evil Dead Trap. Yep. I absolutely loved it. It's a Japanese film from, like, I think it's 1988, and I've been wanting to see it for probably 15 years and just never got around to it. And finally, I just picked it up at Vintage Stock, and it was just fantastic. It was kind of in the vein of like Evil Dead, mm. I guess, where they got the name from. But it was just ridiculous and fun. So I mean, you got to read it, but there's not really a plot, so you don't have to read it. I guess. If
0: you're <laughs> too. Just watch the visuals. So that that one's been on my on my list for a while. So with with you saying it's good, I'm going to have to track it down and give it a watch. Casey, anything exciting this week?
3: Uh, I've watched quite a bit over the past couple weeks. I watched uh, my 4K copy from Vinegar Syndrome of The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um, Excellent, excellent. Um, Much better than I remember. It had been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, It looked amazing in 4K. Um, And then I watched uh, Blood Delirium. That was uh, another one that came in my Vinegar Syndrome package. I'd never heard of it. Uh, But it's basically about a guy who who who's a painter and he gets this inspiration from his wife and then his wife ends up dying and then he loses his inspiration and then he ends up finding it again in the blood of other like females. Um, It's, it's very weird, but it's very funny. Um, I really enjoyed watching it. Um, I don't remember what year it's from or who the stars were even in it, but, uh, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a good watch. Um, and then, of course, I watched the normal stuff I watch every year around this time, like *The Return of the Living Dead*, *Night of the Living Dead*. Uh, went through all the Halloweens and, and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, I think the standout one was *Blood Delirium*. It was it was a trip.
0: Okay, so I I actually I saw that on Vinegar Syndrome, but I didn't order it. I I had not heard of it, and I didn't I didn't see any anything online anyone talking about it to, to make it interesting to me. So now I probably have to give them more of my money. Thanks, Casey.
3: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I I'm, I'm like I said, it's a, so Vinegar Syndrome. Um, Jason, are you, you're familiar with yeah, them? Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. Um, so this is the first year I've been a subscriber. So, you know, every month I get, you know, the three or four movies that they put out. And then you get 50% off of uh, their partner labels or Peak Roma titles. Um, so I've, I've really been impressed with what I've got so far this year. And I'll definitely be subscribing again next year, I think. Uh, it's a little steep it's it's a good chunk of money to put up front but uh i think out of all the stuff i've got this year maybe three or four things i didn't like and you know sold off, sold off to nate uh, mm-hmm. or whatever but uh but yeah i've been happy with them uh, they they do really excellent work
1: all
0: right jason you want to chime in on anything exciting you um, saw this week or
1: yeah i watched uh terrifier 2 have
0: oh, you
1: guys yeah. seen that yet <laughs> yes yes yep, that's another one i watched Yep. i i like it i still i still can't figure it out and i think that's kind of. it's just and i like weird i just i just can't figure out my my uh bearings on that movie like Mm -hmm. is it supernatural is it not is it just a guy it's obviously can't be just a guy but like and i think that's the point is that you can't really understand it i think they're just kind of i get it that they're just kind of fucking with us in the way That there isn't an exact logic, and that's okay. But it's just one of those things that just kind of messes with my head. So um, I felt like, I
0: little, oh, I was gonna say, I felt like that there was a draft of the script where Art gets unmasked at the end, and he's the the dad of the yeah. uh, of the two characters.
1: Because I was it, wondering if like it, yeah, the father part. And yeah. I know that there, I know there's a, a another movie plan that's supposed to have like her back as uh-huh. the main character. I love the main character. Oh that.
0: yeah, she was great. Yeah.
1: So I think there's more, there might be more to the story, yeah. but um, the kill, I mean, the effects and kills and everything mm-hmm. were amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm all there for that. I was afraid of the runtime a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's crazy like, long. Over two hours, right? Yeah, it's uh, like 2.15 or 2.20. Yeah, and yeah. That makes me nervous. It didn't actually drag that much. No, no. Mostly because, again, I think the casting was done so well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and adding the creepy little clown girl, I mm-hmm. thought, just added a... a skin crawl factor to it for me. Um I have to say I had the same problem with this one that I had with the first one. Why do we have to see them take a nasty shit? What is the deal with that? <laughs> uh, you don't
3: like
1: watching people's shit, huh?
0: No. I'll, I can take disemboweling. <laughs> but.
1: Right. Yeah, I, it's weird because it's a longer movie, but I still yeah. feel like it moved better than the first one. Yeah, um, I agree with that. But, yeah, the effects were great. And, yeah, again, I can't quite figure out what that girl has to do with anything or that dream sequence she keeps having of, yeah. you know, the art, the clown time. Like, mm-hmm. it's again, I feel like there's something we're missing or they're just doing it and they're not really caring or they're yeah. doing it and there's something else to can be revealed mm-hmm. So, again, it's very disorientating, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's, just, it's almost like that. I find that more disturbing than the, uh, the gore <laughs> sequence.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it says something. <clears throat>
0: It's uh, it it edges up against surrealism, not just in the dream sequences, but but in the reality of the film. And I still don't know if the little clown girl is she is she a revenant? Is she is she a ghost? Is she a demon? Is she in Art's head? I just I still don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah. They don't explain it. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. It's almost like they don't really know what they're doing, the filmmakers, but then they still put out something that's really enjoyable to watch and yeah.
0: I think but, yeah. that just makes
1: it critique proof. It's like yeah. you know you just you either don't know or you know, we were not telling you, or you have to figure out yourself. I don't know. I think again, I think I, I have a feeling there's a longer game in a because the way they've been talking about the third movie. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just, you know, high in their own supply kind yeah. of thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I read that the, the third film was going to be so long they were going to have to split it up into two different films.
0: <laughs> I hope
3: not. We may get a three and a four.
0: Jeez. Be a Kill, <laughs> kill Bill situation. Yeah two, yeah, two and a
1: half hour movies.
0: Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, you
1: know, I'm, I'm happy it exists. Yeah, me yeah. too.
0: Me too. Yeah. Um, so my big excitement this week is I finally got around to watching Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. Which it, which is a Japanese film, a shot on video film, that is billed as the Japanese Evil Dead, and when they say it's the Japanese Evil Dead, it turns out, yeah, they just ripped off Evil Dead a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with no budget. But it's uh, it's it's interesting to watch. It looks terrible. The quality of the of the video is awful. It's very much 1990s. Video and it's honestly hard on my eyes in places, but it's it's uh, something that I'm glad I saw once. Um, I, I'm not sure that I'm glad that I that I bought the Blu-ray of it, but I'm glad <laughs> that I saw it once. Yeah, hopefully it didn't you guys, you too
1: much. <laughs> have you guys seen House or House?
0: No, no, that actually has been on my list for a while. One that I want to see.
1: Yeah, that movie is a trip. If you want to see, I, and I don't know exactly what I can't remember what country it's from, but if you want to see what a more Asian, this is actually the predates Evil Dead. If like an Asian yeah. Evil Dead type of movie would be, this definitely like a, a piano gets animated and eats someone. That's, it's that kind <laughs> yeah. of movie.
3: I've seen I've seen the trailer. It looks pretty out there. And I think I can't remember if it's Arrow Video or was it Criterion that put that out. One of the two. I think Arrow. I
0: think Arrow has it. I think it was I Arrow. Think. Yeah, I think yeah. I've seen In, it
1: on. And the Genesis was like the director was talking to his daughter who was like I think eight or nine or something like that and just had them, had her tell him like all of her fears and her dreams mm-hmm. and stuff. And he used that as a template for all these crazy-ass scenes and somehow <laughs> he figured out how to do it. Nice.
0: Like, oh, that okay. crazy. So so Josh and I are both big fans of Asian cinema, uh, especially the the stranger and more difficult stuff to handle. Uh, he mm-hmm. introduced me to Kashi Miike years oh, and yeah. years ago. And I still think that uh, visitor Q is the most, what the fuck did I just watch movie in the history of what the fuck did I just watch movies?
1: Yeah. I've watched a couple of like, you know, uh, um, Ichi and audition. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. some of his non-horror stuff too is really yeah. good. Oh, uh, was it assassins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what's a uh, dead or alive, which is, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And he, he did a, a few Yakuza things, uh, Gozu is kind of Yakuza and not horror, but surrealism, maybe. Mm. I, it, it, it's got a scene where a woman gives birth to a full-grown man, um, right. which is it's a bit hard to take, but yeah, it's interesting. Josh, what's your favorite weird-ass Japanese movie or Korean movie? Or
2: oh, man, I... Uh yeah, I, I, Yokai Monsters, probably. Okay, okay. <laughs> one of those. Um, I didn't see any of the older ones, but there's one from like 2000-something that was just uh, just insane. Um, but it was more, more family-friendly. Um, just, I don't know. Uh, I always go back to Audition. Yeah. yeah. It's just, of course, that's what, you know, a lot of people's favorite is. But I don't know. It, it put me on the spot here. I got a whole box of them I need to go open back up and look at again because there's a lot of good stuff in there.
1: Yeah, I'm a big old boy fan.
2: Oh, I old love boy. old boy. Oh, I yeah. love that movie so much. Uh,
0: um, I and I hate you, the remake.
1: I didn't hate it as much, but I definitely it was definitely. I not, didn't hate the remake it, either. It was, I thought yeah, it was, it was definitely good. there's no point. But yeah, you know yeah. if you're gonna do it, do might as well
2: just do the original.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of woman giving birth to man, did you guys see Men?
2: Yes. Yeah, that's yes. exactly what I thought of when you yeah. said that. So yeah.
1: I I live in Los Angeles, and the big thing here is going to test screenings mm-hmm. where you go, you know, they still on. You get an invite for something. And it says, "Okay, new horror movie coming out," and you just kind of go, and you have, you've you never seen trailers, no, nothing really going in. And that was one of the ones I saw. Oh wow! And that was remember. that was a really crazy one to see going yeah. in, not knowing anything. I think like one of the very first shows had been out, but it, none of the none of the, none of the buzz about that scene. So people were like losing their shit.
0: Well, so that movie is very good at at building an atmosphere of of creepiness and dread, and I really felt like it was going somewhere, and then it gets to the Russian nesting doll birthing scene, and I'm like, well, I don't know where it's going now. It's just, I don't know what's happening.
1: Well, it's just just so surface level, like, oh, do you know men can treat women terribly?
0: Did you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what what did I say? Because we talked about it briefly on on our show, what I say it's either that um, uh, I'm blanking on his name, the director. Oh, um, uh, um, Alex I, Garland. I think, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I've liked everything else he's done, um, mm-hmm. but in this movie, it's either that he just suddenly realized men can be really terrible. I wonder if everyone knows about this. I should let them know and made a movie or he's telling us that in a way that I'm just not capable of understanding fully. Yeah.
3: yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that movie at all. It was just really, I mean, other than the fact that the men in there are terrible, I didn't really get any deeper meaning out of it at all.
1: It was just, yeah. Bizarre.
0: Well, and the men are mostly all the same man. So,
1: right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a f- interestingly flawed yeah. movie. Yeah. I'll put it that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I well, so I I honestly I enjoyed it. I was just left a bit flummoxed. So mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Well, does anybody have anything else they want to bring up or talk about before we wrap it up for the week?
3: No, I don't have anything here.
0: All right. Yeah, not really. All right. Well, Jason, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. You want to go ahead and tell our listener
1: where they can find you online. Sure. Um, again, thanks for having me on. It's always, I, I, I just love talking about movies. So it's always fun. And um, especially when I get to choose the movie, but um, you know, it's great to be here and uh, appreciate you guys. I listened to your uh, Blair Witch episode. That was real fun oh, okay. too. It took, it, it took me a little um, trip down memory road, yeah. but um, yeah. So we're crypt. We're at crypt on Twitter. If you're still there. Um, we're at Dads in the Crypt on Instagram. Uh, you can go to Dads the Crypt.com, um, or on YouTube, we have a channel Dats in the Crypts. You know, anything, just there's not that many other people, though. <laughs> there, we do get um, confused for crypto. Oh, <laughs> s- merchandising or advertising, like we keep getting tagged to different stuff. And, uh, I think there's someone like who's like Crypt Daddy or something, like supposed to be some crypto thing, and I don't, I don't understand, but whatever. More likes, I guess, is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're in all the major uh, podcasting formats and on YouTube, so you keep track of us. And um, we appreciate anyone who wants to check us out. So thank you.
0: Outstanding. Well, thank you. All right, everybody. Uh, catchphrase, sign off. That's it.